Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with Kip Harridge for today's podcast, a special election dual podcast today. Eventful day. It was uh, it was uh, an eventful day following a shit show of an election that is nowhere near being over. And if somebody thinks listening to this thinks this election is over, you need to wake up and pay attention because this is just starting now. We're talking about serious Supreme Court level challenges that are going to take place in multiple states. We've got suppression polls that were used to uh, try to rig this election just uh, over the weekend. They said that uh, Wisconsin was 17 points in favor of Biden, Wisconsin. And right now, Trump's leading by, uh, what, a million votes plus? And then they said the same thing nationally. NBC, Wall Street Journal, over the weekend, said Biden plus 10. This is a scam that's happening here at this election. Folks, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the outcome. We just know it's not over. And that um, there, this might be the opportunity to get to the bottom of all these uh, uh, these uh, the, uh, ballot harvesting and mail-in ballots, if we really can can dig with at a Supreme Court level challenge and find the truth of this, this could be a great awakening in this country to find. We've been we've been having rigged elections for who God, God knows how long. Presidents aren't elected; they're selected. And you know, exactly, <laughs> and, and and that's not that's not the way it's supposed to work, is it? Right. Well, especially when you have you know Michigan and Wisconsin. These mail-in ballots coming in with a hundred to two hundred thousand voters for Biden and zero for Trump. If that's if that really is the case, I I think that'd be incredible. But when you hear a number like that, you have to demand an investigation. That is too blatant. How, how interesting is it that for four years we had to listen to Russia, Russia, Russia bullshit, and they tried to steal our election. Now when an election is actually being stolen from domestically from our shores. Now the left is saying, no don't, don't question the election integrity. That's, that's how, how dare you? You know, that, that's the kind of hypocrisy that even someone with a fourth grade IQ can look through and go, that's bullshit. So this, again, it's not over. Uh, boy, we could go on this forever, but you're looking at multiple states with legitimate Supreme Court challenges. It's going to be a process, yes, and um, it has to be done and it won't be boring. Yeah. I mean, regardless of who your candidate is, you can't look at this and say, just go with it. This, something has to be done here and investigated into what exactly is going on. We want a legitimate winner. If that's Biden, so Fine. be it. That's fantastic. Yes. But it's got to be legitimate or this country will be ungovernable. Um, I can tell you if you're if you're even just a a moderate or an independent that really doesn't care about politics or maybe even like Biden, if you're an American, you look at this and go, this can't stand. This cannot stand. So listen, we'll be here with you every day, walking you through it. Always, as always, come join us. This is what we talk to our members about every day in addition to the markets because anybody that says politics don't matter is not a good investor. If you think that the macro fundamental side of the story doesn't matter, only technicals and price matters, that's just not how we view it. And that's one of the reasons that we tend to beat the markets and that we crushed today, by the way, crushed yes. today. Because we said going into this, you've been joining us, we said going into this, that this market's going higher. It doesn't matter who wins. We've got now evidence we'll share with you in just a minute to back that up as to why the markets love stalemate and gridlock. Absolutely. Tyler, what did the markets do today? Yes. Yeah, so 
jumping into that, the Dow was up 1.34% today, but 450 points off of the highs of the yeah. day to 27,847. The NASDAQ was our leader. A little bit off the highs of the day, but still up big here, up 3.85% to 11,590. Uh, the S&P 500 up a nice as well, 2.21% to 3,443. And then lastly, our laggard on the day, the Russell 2000 just barely eking out a gain here on the day, up 0.05% to 1,615. And I do want to touch on what you just said, that from the beginning here, we've said that no matter who wins, this market can head higher, and it will head higher. I see a lot of people today saying, who were all these market analysts who predicted if Biden won, the market was going to collapse? Uh, it's just not what we were seeing here at all. Um, so, yeah, like you said, a little bit of a piece of evidence here. Sentiment Trader put this out earlier today. When the S&P 500 rallies the day after election and three months later, 90% of the time, the market is higher. And we've got a lot of reasons that that, that makes perfect sense, right? We went from extreme overbought of three and a half weeks ago now to extreme oversold as of Friday, right? And that was the time to get back in. But we also knew that anybody that wanted to sell, they sold. Yeah. They, they were afraid. The fear of greed index fell from 78 to 27. It did that in about, what, a few weeks. Uh, that's fear, borderline extreme fear. So the public was taking money out. They were afraid. We saw it. In the $16 trillion that's now sitting in money market accounts, this is fuel for the fire on the move higher. And folks, don't get us wrong. We're not saying it's going to be a rocket ship move higher. It's going to be volatile. But this is the time to be, if you're an active investor, this is the time that you make money by picking your spots, being disciplined, being patient, because there's going to be a lot of money made, uh, again, regardless of who the winner is, because we've got more stimulus coming as the market goes higher, that's going to create animal spirits coming back in, right? And we've got a lot of stimulus coming. Anyway, there are a lot of reasons for the market to go higher. Uh, but don't buy big opens, right? Don't buy big opens. Don't sell uh, big moves lower. Again, learn to pick your spots. It's what we do here at the VRA. We can help you do it if you want to come join us. <laughs> Again, we're having a lot of fun with these markets. And it's a very exciting time to be in the market. It's a very exciting time to be an American because I, I believe we're about to see kind of a great awakening to the truth. When you see a president, Donald Trump just won the highest percentage of the non-white vote since 1970, I think I saw. 60. 1960. So he's the worst racist ever. He's the worst racist he's a, ever. He's pretty bad at being a racist. Yes, man. he is. <laughs> and so the Republican Party is, become, is truly becoming a big tent party. This is a party that welcomes all. And I, I think what we're seeing here is a complete repudiation of the left. They're scrambling. They know this is a terrible election for them. That, by the way, not only will Donald Trump, I will tell you, Donald Trump is going to be the winner of this election. I've said it before. I said it was going to be a landslide election. It's going to be because we still can win the House. If they can cover all this fraud about in the presidential election, they're going to find a lot of it for House, by the way, as well. There's still 48 seats in the House that have not been called. 48. Republicans have already picked up 10 seats. I think I saw 8 or 10 earlier today. And we held the Senate. And that's a real key point. We were talking earlier about... Um, gridlock. About gridlock, right. Tyler reminded me this morning that the markets love gridlock. So this is really the perfect kind of situation for the markets. Again, regardless who wins the presidency, 
Republicans are, it looks like, is almost a certainty they're going to maintain and keep the Senate, right? Mm, yes. Nothing happens without the Senate. Bills start in the House. They must be finalized in the Senate. Uh, Mitch McConnell ain't going to let that happen. Lindsey Graham now is supercharged up about the way they tried to put him out of office, right? All this money that was spent to take down Republicans was essentially wasted. Well over a billion dollars. Who knows when it's all said and done? How much was thrown in to try to rig this election? It was wasted, especially Absolutely. if Biden is, is, is going to be the loser, which we believe. I believe this will be a landslide election. It'll be a change election, which means great things can come out of this, folks. So if you're, if you're, if you're dispirited, if you're disappointed by what's happened so far, this is only, we think, only We're the first inning. Started. It really is. Yeah. It, it, this, uh, of a nine-inning ball game, we may be only be in inning, inning two here. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, so one of the things that happened today as well, we're talking about volatility a second ago, the VIX. Before today, it was at its highest level since June. So we've got that behind us too. Just like you were saying, we were at overbought levels and we got all the way back down to oversold levels. This is almost a perfect storm, again, no matter who gets elected, for a market rally right now. The VIX fell 16% today wow. to a 29 and, and seasonality, you know, this right. November's the best month of the year. It's, there's not a really even a close second. And this is the best time to be in the markets. November to May, 90% plus of all gains uh, take place in this time frame. So there's so some great setups here. And, and a couple other points, again, proving the gridlock point. Uh, we saw some action today that right away got our attention. When the markets opened this morning, gun stocks fell 10%. That tells you right away that the left is going to have no power trying to attack the Second Amendment, right? Stalemate, gridlock. Walk them through that a little bit because it, it's kind of counterintuitive, it right? Is. yeah. You think, you think if, uh, you know, Trump gets elected, people are going to keep buying guns, gun sales are at all-time highs. Why are these stocks down? Well, it's because in the, the stock market is a forward-looking mechanism. So looking forward, if there's going to be no um, challenge of the Second Amendment, then gun stocks the demand's going to decrease. And that's exactly the point. We started pointing this out to you here about a month ago because these gun stocks had already fallen 25 30%. But as Tyler said, gun stock sales, gun sales are at all-time high. So that's the kind of uh, disparity and uh, uh, you know, things that don't correlate that gets, your, gets our attention. That's why we follow these individual sectors so closely. So gun stocks stayed down 10% at one point. Same thing happening in the solar stocks. Solar stocks today down 8 to 12% at the open this morning, finished uh, off those down lows a little bit. Yeah. 8.6, that's per solar. Yeah. And so it's a leading solar company. What does that tell you? There won't be a Green New Deal. They're not going to be $4 trillion in Biden taxes. None of this is going to get approved through the Senate. The damage that even should Biden win, even, the damage he can do is going to be so limited that the markets will love it. They're going to love it. They can, it's going to be business as usual because nothing's going to change. Yeah, that, and that's what the markets do love. Yes. All right, let's take a look at uh, the internals on the day-to-day. Uh, really some pretty astounding numbers I, here. Eye-opening. Yes. Uh, advanced decline coming in positive across the board here. Um, what is that? About I mean, Just nine, barely. Yeah, just barely. Well, here, here you have the NASDAQ up 3.8%. S&P 500 up 2.2%. And advanced decline is barely positive on both NYSE and NASDAQ. Saw the same thing in up-down volume. Right. I'm uh, just doing the, the numbers here. Up-down volume over 5 to 1 positive today. 
Uh, that's pretty solid. That's our biggest right. well, win there. No, right there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about New 52 highs to lows. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. Over 5 to 1 positive. I have probably one, one bright spot there. But then, yes, volume. In the last reading here of the day, despite the, uh, you know, our markets all up, you know, on average 2% today. Yeah. And we get negative volume on the NYSE. In NYSE, we had more declining stocks than advancing stocks. I, in my career, that's, I've never seen that. I, maybe, maybe I missed it. But you don't have a day where uh, SP 100 is up 2.2% and volume is negative. So, this, again, this tells us that these gains today, we're going to have a lot of volatility. And just, again, you don't want to buy – don't look at the market being up 700, 800 points today like the Dow was today and go, oh, my God, I'm missing the train. i got to jump in. You know, resist that temptation. Yes. NYC was, was better up down volume, but still you'd expect NASDAQ. better than two to – I mean NASDAQ – You'd expect a lot better than two to one with the Nasdaq up three point eight percent. Right. So, you know, it was, this was a mega cap rally today. That that's Apple up four percent. That's what this was. Yes, especially when you see the small caps. I mean, just flat, absolutely mega oh, yeah. cap rally. Barely stayed positive. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at our sectors on the day today. We finished with seven out of our eleven S and P five hundred sectors positive on the day today. Healthcare leading the way followed by communication services and technology. Our laggards on the day, which was, which was interesting, utilities was down there, despite you know the 10-year being down 13% today. Usually when rates are lower, that bodes well for, for utilities, the biggest loan... Uh, biggest borrower, yeah. Biggest borrower, that's what, thank you, um, in the country. So uh, after that, we had financials and industrials. Uh, so again, seven out of our eleven S and P five hundred sectors higher on the day today. Lastly, here uh, the VRA commodity watch gold down on the day today as well, 035 percent to one thousand nine hundred and three. I thought that was a little interesting. On a, despite the fact that we're getting a contested election here, we know we're going to get more stimulus regardless. What is happening with gold? I think what that tells me today is that. Again, Biden's not going to have the power they would have had to to have. Oh, we're going to have a five trillion dollar stimulus bill, you know, and a three trillion dollar uh, infrastructure bill. You know, all the things that make gold go up. They're like, okay, that's not going to happen. You know, it's going to be Mitch McConnell saying, no, we're not going to do a three trillion dollar deal. We're going to do a targeted five hundred billion dollar deal, right? Yes. And and that that's not a long term negative for gold and silver and the miners. It's a short term. You use this as a buying opportunity. It's a technical consolidation based on fundamental news that won't last long. So we're looking to add to positions in the precious metals and the miners. Yes. Silver, similar story here. Uh, down a little more on the day, 1.5% to $23.95 an ounce. Copper up today, uh, four tenths of 1% to $3.10 a pound. And then oil up 3.6%. Uh, to $39.02 a barrel. I mean, I guess that could be a little bit of a Biden plus. Shutting down energy stocks, the price of oil is, if there's going to be a lack of supply, it's going to keep going higher. That's definitely a big part of it. I think it's also the global economy. You see China powering ahead today. Chinese stocks markets up 4%. Beat our markets today, right? And I think it's the global economy continues to strengthen. That's why copper's been so strong. You talk about it every day. Uh, that's why silver is a great buy here, okay? goes in everything now, especially with all these different uh, uh, fancy energy uh, plays we have now, <laughs> green energy, right? They go in all of it. So, um, But uh, it's really the, it's a global economy. It, it's continuing to recover much better than people thought after coronavirus. I mean, they don't even talk about coronavirus in Asia anymore. 
It's, no. it's like, look at these idiots in the U.S. and how they've handled this. And they just go about their business. So the, the bizarre thing about all of this, and I think there's got to be a reckoning here because of this, is that China now has a major leg up on the U.S. from almost every point of view. They, they are the winner out of coronavirus insanity. There's not even a close – they're the winner. And uh, They've been open for months. They, look they, at Europe. Look at us. We've had to add all this new debt, all this new uh, QE, right? Again, that's just a tax on future spend, uh, earnings for our, our kids and grandkids, right? And China has sat back and just said, I'm buying, I'm buying, I'm buying. We're winning, we're winning. Something's got to be done about that. I don't think that can be allowed to stand. Biden wouldn't do anything about Nothing's it. Gonna Harris happen, wouldn't no. do anything about it. President Harris wouldn't do anything about it. And that's the other thing. If Biden is the winner, how long will he be president? What, six months before he's forced to resign? So um, it's going gonna, it's, it, it's, it's to be amazing to watch what happens here. We are very optimistic, as you can tell. And this creates a lot of opportunity. It really does. Absolutely. Uh, lastly here for today, Bitcoin. Mm. Up big again today. Up uh, 2.3% now above $14,000 of Bitcoin for the first time since January 2018. That was right when it was coming off that near 20000 mark. We first bought Bitcoin at $600. We recommended it to clients at $2,000. It's a great buy here. It's broken out. And uh, I don't know about the other coins, the other crypto coin currencies, but Bitcoin, you, you buy the leader. And uh, something's happening in Bitcoin, something yeah, big. Something big, big, big moves coming here. Yeah, it looks like a breakout. Yeah. It's a, above its 2019 levels where it did get up to 13,000. So, yeah, I mean, we're on the road back to 20,000 for Bitcoin, it looks like. All right, well, great, great podcast. Enjoyed it? <laughs> yes. Uh, Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcasts every day at the market close, especially right now during all of this insanity. We'd love to have you with us. So you can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click that podcast link at the top. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.